Howdy folks, this is a thingy. If you are familiar with Potterfic Weekly, you know what thingies are. And in this thingy, I'm here to announce to you that Bob has some very graphic feelings about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. So, if you are language sensitive, you may not want to listen to the end of this podcast. When Bob starts his review, you might want to just skip the rest of it. If you're not language sensitive, then enjoy Bob's use of this particular word. And now I give you Scott and Jen. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been, been hoping that you drop every in. night. Oh, your hands there just like us. will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? Just listen to the fireplace so roar. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Put some records on my lapboard. Maybe it's bad out there. What's in this Your pants to be had out there. I wish I knew your how eyes are like starlight now. I'll take your hat, say your hair looks I well. I to say no, 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 you mind if I move a little closer? At least I'm gonna say that I try. Now what's the sense of hurting my pride? Oh baby, don't hold out. Oh, but it's cold outside. to ask Ryan is your better half going to be here tonight and that yes awesome. <laughs> we've missed you Bob I miss you guys you guys have no idea no, no do you we have... weren't here last time and we got Lady Chi yeah, no. okay I just have to tell you this I have to tell you this I'm Wait, here the before whole before you, before you tell me before you tell me yeah. give me one second I gotta close the door and then okay. I'll be, then I will listen to all the amazing Lady Chi drama that I need <laughs> Please I'll be right back. Hey, Sue. <laughs> Hello. We got a package from you today, but I didn't open it yet. 
Oh, you should open it while I'm on the line with oh, you. All right, let me grab it. Hang oh. on. Yeah, Just because I'm so excited about it. Okay, she's grabbing it. How, how <laughs> upfront do we want to be with people today? How upfront do we want to be with people? was just rather well, graphic. Sue was talking about her cat's ball not dropping, so. Oh, that's true. I was wondering what that was all about. Oh. So why don't we start the podcast right now, and then we'll just get all of our pregame stuff into it, and then if we run out of stuff, we'll at least have started early. Yeah, let's go. I'm down for whatever. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Am I actually, like, doing... You have to start it. You're actually the one who does it. Oh. Yeah, because when Ryan tried to do the intro, it failed miserably. It did not fail miserably. It just failed. Okay. (laughs) Okay. It just failed. (laughs) Well, then, in that case... Let's get. Wait, I don't even remember. I don't even remember the freaking introduction. Wake up and smell the whatever. No, I, no, I know that. Oh, all right. I, 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 I have I, a question. Is this still the fourth season? Because I feel like we just stopped advancing the season. Counting. We're just constantly yeah. in the fourth season. There, there, there is season one, season two, season three, season four. Post Ella. We're in like four oh. E right now. I mean, not, I mean, not to like throw Ella under a bus, but no, let's be, that's fine. Yeah. No, it's totally, yeah. Although, in fairness, she's almost 14 months old. No, I just want to say, okay, wait, no, I'm going to say this for the podcast. Uh, No, I was going to see if I could work it in the introduction, but I really can't. It would just be too awkward. I'm going to do a normal introduction. Okay, yeah. Okay. And with that, let's start this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota. It's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! If you call me Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's going like, to have to whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. I smell real nice, actually, right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. <sighs> Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh, my gosh. Now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. Oh, by the way, I can't cook. I I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and burning dinner. You burnt dinner? I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why were you doing bobs there? I'm so sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... Hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry, that was season 2A, Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it Oatmo. Wake up and smell the Oatmo. Oh, smell the Oatmo. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. Wake up and smell the bacon and eggs, Boobwainian. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist kind of way. Five, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me and it was kind of to but it was Jen, what are you doing? I had a splinter in my fist and I was looking for my tweezers. <laughs> Dumping everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I wasn't expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't be grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I'm drinking. Oh. I wish that I was. Ooh, Ooh that's going to be a fun party. You want to get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not I even a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got three. I got one. I got a rock. How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? They start with N? Big good letter thoughts, guys. Here it goes. Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? 
body. Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business here. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Racer says nope. Sorry, Bob. Thought you'd have my back. Doesn't have the fruit. <laughs> it's fracking cold here. I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this. You're like, now how do I do this again? Rachel can hear. April cannot. April's always been a little picky, has she not? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down. Oh, he's slowing down. Have everyone watching it. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People that had no interest in being my friend. Really? I mean, my you can see person. out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the McGorgasm thing that Bobby <laughs> right? one time. The McGorgasm? That's hilarious. It's hard to say the mayor. That's wicked funny. It's <laughs> the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. Oh, we'll get work on that right after the McGangbang. O-M-E-J. <laughs> Wake up and smell the coffee, Poopwainians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning show, yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I'm sitting here at the table of awesome with some of my closest of friends, friends I haven't seen in ages, starting with my one true biffle, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing? I'm doing well. I just have a question, Bob. When did you begin using the digital touch feature on your iPhone? Is this new? Did you get the Apple Watch? No, no, no. When it, when my iPhone finally updated, I'll get. I basically, with, as without having to, without saying this because it's really embarrassing, um, the Taco Bell app made me update my phone. <laughs> so I finally updated my because phone. Bob has stopped texting me. He now only digitally touches me, which sounds oh. really bad. But the thing is, he signs everyone XOXO. <laughs> <laughs> so it's I, if I could get awkward moments for you, like when you're in public, yeah. where you're just getting, or like if like if Daniel happens to you and you just get a message where it says, love you, XOXO. But the thing is, we're having like a free exchange of information, and it's like back and forth, back and forth, and every single time he signs it, XOXO, I'm like, yes, Bob, I love you too. No, to answer your next time. having way too much fun doing it. You have to write BFF next time. And then, well, the awkward thing about the digital touch, especially on the watch, is the, um, the, the poke in the in the heartbeat is a very similar gesture so you yes. accidentally send like you know your your eternal love to your to your bro friend and then yes. you're like crap i didn't need to do that and then you do it again and then you're like crap and then you're like it's like love love tap tap love 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 well and you can't it's like you can't stop it that's apple for you <laughs> but speaking of things that are a lot of fun we have the only woman on the face of the planet who'd be ever stand me marrying to Ryan for any longer than a week. It's Danielle. Danielle, how you doing? <laughs> That's really funny, Bob. Um, the weekends, I can't. I'm walk. doing good. I miss you, Bob. I have and missed you too. We have new uh, new Star Wars in like a day or two days. Oh, I know. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And I'm not going to be able to see it opening night, which makes me very I sad. Won't, I won't be either. But <laughs> we haven't even seen Harry Potter yet. We love them. Yeah, so but I'm like... kind of more excited about Rogue One. Oh yeah! Are you oh, I don't nervous? know. Are Harry you, Potter's pretty cool. Are you a little nervous that they brought Should back? Have a conversation about that, Sue, because I think you and I come from different camps. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Because <laughs> they brought back Benedict Cumberbatch, they brought back Star Trek, and we kind of didn't like 
this, the new Star Trek, and then they brought back. I just dropped them. Oh. And we drop. They brought back Gilmore Girls, and we kind of did like Gilmore Girls. Now they're bringing back Star Wars. And but this afraid. is like, like a. Like, yeah, we'll get into it after. Oh yeah, there, there let, was let Bob finish the intro. There was yeah, I was going to say we finally have none other. Last but definitely not least, the lovely producer, the lovely producer Sue Sue. <laughs> how are you doing tonight? Doing okay. It's a little chilly over here in my place, but uh, I've got gloves on and a blanket over my shoulders and a jacket over my legs, so hopefully I'll be all right. Sue, so can I ask you a logistical question? I've been to your home. It's snowing yes. outside. You only have a screen door, correct? No, I have a regular Oh, there's... Door. Okay. I remember a door. All right. I'm like, I think I found a problem, Sue. You have a hole in your house. Okay. <laughs> well, there is a hole where the cat door is. But... There is an actual hole in the side of your house during a storm. Well, it's got a little flap over it. No, oh, yeah. the flap. Dude. Well, Alex will probably snuggle up with you anyway. Here they have those on the space he, shuttle. He's we'll in my arms as we See? speak. Yes. Because he's a podcasting cat. He's a podcasting cat. <laughs> okay, that's done for the introduction. Go for it, Ryan. Monologue away. Oh, wait, my, my Don't tell him that. No, I know. I'm kidding. Okay. So what have you, you, well, what oh, have you guys I, been up to? Well, forever? I think we were going to be talking about... I think you, what you were going for, Ryan, is... Um, not living up to expectations when it comes to remaking or renewing things. Well, here's the thing. The new Star Trek is a completely different animal, so it doesn't live up to your you know, your conception of the old stuff because it's intentionally very well, different. trying to appeal to new fans. The thing with Gilmore Girls is I feel like fans kind of forgot how bad parts of it really were, and now they're like, ah. Mm. And so that, I think, is kind of... It's like one of those things where... The, the thing that it reminds me the most of is classic Star Trek from the 60s got canceled at three seasons and it became like this cult thing. And the argument that was kind of publicly made was NBC evilly canceled this wonderful show. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they canceled a show that was on the decline before it got so bad that people didn't care about it anymore. Right. So mm-hmm. I think that it kind of, the thing with Gilmore is it was getting kind of stinky near the end. <laughs> And they kind of wrote it off I saying, oh, that's just because the you know, the Paladinos, the, the creators left. And, but when you actually look at the last stuff they did, it was bad. Yeah, it was so, bad. And now they came back and it was worse. So it's maybe they just suck as writers. I, I think she needs to, like, get rid of the hats. Get rid of the hats. The hats are, are very... You see this woman, lovely Sherman woman, Paladino but she does introduce hats. and she's wearing, like, this giant cake on her head. And that's just the hat that she grabbed leaving the house that morning. So, yeah, I feel but, like it was it was... The wor- like there were some good moments in there, but like some of the worst stuff I've ever seen was also mm-hmm. in, in in these hours. Yeah. Right, so I just want to clarify. So we're talking about Gilmore. Like, just give a little bit of context to the show. Yeah, here. a little bit. Of context. So we're, ta- we're talking about the reboot the of reboot Gilmore of Girls. Gilmore, Gilmore Girls: A Year mm-hmm. in the Life. And Year in the Life. Okay. On, place, uh, on Netflix. On correct. Netflix taking place uh, yeah. ten years after the uh, the cancellation of the original series. And okay. The, because the original creators left. The original, original, how many times can I say original in the sentence? Because the creators left the show before it ended. This was their intended ending to the series, although broadcast 10 years after they originally intended it to happen, so... Interesting. Yeah. A little weird. I remember we were talking about, like, one of the characters, and you were, like, really upset on, like, how they were portrayed, because they're basically just... A horrible person awful. or something like that. Horrible, horrible. Yes. Um, I, like, pe- like, people are actually more upset about this character than they are about the president-elect of the United States. Well, I, I wouldn't see, go that far. I see where they're coming from. Um, you 
know, that's the thing. It's like Gilmore Girls is my show. Like that's the show that I will rewatch over and over and over and over again, and I never get tired of it. And it kind of is one of those shows that I always feel happy when I watch it because I always think, oh, Stars Hollow, it's such a nice place, and you know, I would love to live in a small town like Stars Hollow where everyone knows everybody and it's quirky and it's, you know, yeah, it's weird that everyone is so close to each other, but you know what? It's kind of nice. But, um, I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about the revival. I really enjoyed parts of it, but I'm not sure I would, I would include it in my like yearly rewatch of the series because I didn't like love it. You know what it is? Like there's a lot of classic TV shows that I never actually watched. So they'll be on TV, I'll tape them all, or they'll be on Netflix. So we recently watched, like, all of Cheers from the 80s and the 90s. And, like, I'm watching Coach now, which was on in the late 80s through the 90s. And, like, there's an early Cheers episode, which was the most homophobic half hour of television I've seen in a long time. But in 1984, it was probably groundbreaking in its progressiveness. And when you look back at Gilmore Girls, it's like, okay... In 2002, there was no gay marriage. Gay marriage was kind of a weird idea. People didn't kind of wrap their brains around it. So you can kind of go back and you kind of have to put yourself in the mindset of where the world was. It was, you know, during the Iraq buildup and post 9-11. And if you weren't loving George Bush, you were unpatriotic and all that stuff. So it's, you kind of have to put yourself in the mindset when you watch something old. When you watch the same material today, it doesn't work at all. No. And I feel like the, the, the creators of it are, like, stuck in, like, a 90s mindset, and that's where they write, and it was cute in 2003, and then 2016, it's not working for you anymore. And, like, like, right. like they had, like, this entire segment that was fat-shaming. And it's, like, it, it, like you know, just the characters fat-shaming for, like, five minutes. And it's, like, this isn't funny. Especially if you're a fan of This Is Us. Like, this is just not funny. And it's, like, why are we yeah. watching this? Why did you have to cast people to do that? And I'm ripping off this this um, this comment from the Gilmore Guys podcast, but it was absolutely correct. So yeah. if you like that, they actually said it, not me. But um, it, it, just, it was weird. It was I think weird. sometimes it's just really hard to, you know, go back and recapture something that clearly worked so well like you said back or it didn't even doesn't even matter when it took place but i think just at the time when they they had this groove going and they wrote this great show and it was unique and it was funny and um it was really charming but i think trying to revisit it again 10 years later and people have said the same thing of fuller house you can't yes yeah, so you, you, you can't like really recapture what it was it just didn't feel the same. I, you know, I just want to throw this out here. I did. I watched Full House, but I was like seven at the time. I mm-hmm. used to call it Michelle. Actually, <laughs> I, I thought that was the name of the show. Um, and like, I watched. I think it was like I had Ella up with me one morning, and it was when the first season of Fuller House came mm-hmm. on. I'm like, I just want to see what this is. So I put on like the first episode. I think I would watch. I think I watched maybe half of the original of the new ones. Yeah, I think we season. watched like the first half of the um, first season, and they were really bad and really corny but isn't that what the original show was but if you like that's the thing is i think you got i think you got to look at the context no i'm saying they do it well isn't that what they were supposed to no i know that's what i'm saying is like i think a lot of people like let's be honest here for house the way that netflix has promoted it even though everyone's like that's horrible it's cheesy it's stupid it's got to be one of their better shows the way that they promote it and the way that they like push it to their audience Mm -hmm. they know that 
a ton of people were excited about it. Right. Oh, yeah. But right. I think but the main reason why, I mean, granted, if Fuller House wasn't, didn't have Full House behind it, I don't think it would survive. Yeah. Of course. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, if you go back, like, you, you, like, I remember, like, watching the first half of Fuller House and thinking, I was like, you know, it's, it grew on me. The more I watched it, the more I really came to enjoy it. But then I went back and watched some old episodes of Full House, like, oh, you know, how real Full, you know, Full House is better back. No, it's literally on par. So yeah. it's kind of like, it's yeah. one of those things. It's like, okay, nostalgia and time make everything great. And it's nostalgia. It's not even the time. Like, yeah. I was a fan of, like, Coach was a big show. Craig T. Nelson, mm-hmm. Shelley Fabric. It was a big show at the time. I was even trying just to find an episode guide to see which episode came next. They don't even have an episode. Like, you can't even get most of the episodes on DVD. They don't exist. It's been pulled from syndication. You can't even get, like, an episode listing on the internet right. of some of these episodes. It's vanished. A Fine. friend of mine has a... I want to say 10-year-old son. And I remember she posted on Facebook like four years ago that they were watching like the Teen Choice Awards and he was really mad that Full House didn't win. Oh. And she's like, oh, sweetie, it's the been out here. Full House? The, the original Full House because he watches it all the time. Like, not only has it not vanished like Coach did, but like young kids think it's still happening in yeah, real time. Because it's still on and yeah. I mean, it's in syndication. That's their number one show. It's Full House. So the fact that they're now making new ones, these kids don't even know they stopped making old yeah, ones. Like, they're still watching <laughs> the old ones. They're making them for all I just, eternity. It's so yeah. funny. It's, I just remember... Um, I love that comment. What, like, why did Full House win? I was... I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit, I was still watching Full House reruns, like, back in high school. And my father would make fun of me. He called it the Full House Power Hour because it was on... Like, two episodes back-to-back, like, I don't know, from, like, noon to one. Right. And it would always watch them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I grew up with that show, so I would just, you know. It's even little, though I've seen them all so yeah. many times. Like it's the, more Like, the very now. dramatic episode where, like, you know, Uncle Jesse moves out and Michelle is crying and then they move into the attic because they, they just can't bear to be a boy. Well, it's edgier now. Yeah, like they, they had a masturbation joke in, like, the first two minutes of it. What? They had a masturbation. Oh, the new one. Yeah. Of course. Well, who's yeah. the the older um, the older son? Who's probably like what, like thirteen? I don't know. He makes know. like a volcano for class, and he's like, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. he's like, I was erupting, I was erupting my volcano all night, yeah, yeah. and Stephanie's like, TMI, dude, TMI. Yeah. But like the little kids probably won't get that joke. So that's oh, and they made the um, the, they made like a joke. I remember Jesse had a vasectomy. Yeah. And like little kids aren't going to get that, but right, you know, they're making right. it kind of. Well, granted, the the newer ones are a bit more. Risque. Uh, yeah. Risque, if you will. I mean, risque you know. is a good word. Yeah. Well, that's but, the I mean, thing. Like, speaking of Fuller House, too, Fuller House, are you guys aware that the second season dropped like a week ago? It dropped, and wasn't Alan Thick? I, I heard that Alan Thick was on it. Yesterday, right? today. He, he was part of it, right? Oh, I don't know. I have, I'm only on like the second episode of the second season. That's a show I, that never. I think so. Yeah. Let the, me. I'll look it up. Well, I only. I only know because Bob Saget, um, Bob Saget and also Candace Cameron. Who um? Because there was a photo of them on on the Full House couch. Candace Cameron's um, brother, though, was on Growing Pains. So well, listen, sure. right. she said uh, she, yeah. she's known Alan Thicke since she yeah. was like eight years well, old that's or something. No, but he too. it said he had been starring on. I don't know if his guest starring. Obviously, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she's known him all of her life. Um, as well. Uh, what was I just saying? Um, like, Growing Pains is another show. Like, growing, like if you look back, you had, like, Growing Pains, which was kind of, like, the family drama. Like, Full House was kind of, like, the hearty, 
sometimes slapstick, but it was like the cheesy show. Like Growing Pains mm-hmm. tried to be serious. They did like you know they never did anorexia on that show. Tracy Gold was anorexia, mm-hmm. but they never made that plot point. No. But they had like the homeless runaway. They had the sex episodes. They had like they, they tried to do like the specials of the week. Then they had like Blossom, which every episode was a very special episode. There was an episode of Full House. Remember when DJ wanted to lose weight because she thought she was fat. Didn't she do a thing where she was exercising so much and eating so little she, like, passed out or something? Oh, but I think it was, like, the uh, Saved by the Bell thing where Jessica yeah. took the the, um, the uh, caffeine pills and then she had to go into rehab. Remember? Well, that mm-hmm. wasn't... That was... Yeah, that yeah. was Saved by the Bell. But you knew she was in rehab because they put a blanket on. They put her in bed and put a blanket over her. Oh, yeah. So clearly she was, mm-hmm. she was unwell. But, like, when you... So look- Alan Thicke was in one episode of Fuller House. Oh, okay. Oh, 12. I'm guessing it was, yeah, season two. He was actually on This Is Us. If you haven't seen This Is Us, see This Is Us. There's 10 episodes out now. Like, this is me speaking to you, Bob. There's 10 episodes. They're on demand. (laughs) It's Um, really good. It's a really good show. It's, like, in the vein of, like, a parenthood, but it won't annoy you. Parenthood always annoyed me. I watched an episode recently because I couldn't finish the series because it annoyed me, and guess what? It still annoys me. It still annoys me, yeah. (laughs) This Is Us is wonderful, and Alan Thicke was in uh, the pilot, and he got, like, the funniest line in the pilot episode of This Is Us. And it was sad. I feel bad for Alan. Now I'm trying to remember that. Alan Thicke was, um, one of the the characters on the show is an actor, and he's on this brain-dead um, sitcom where the only reason oh, yes. people watch him is because he's hunky and he is. That's right. He, he was guest starring on he that. He played the right. character's dad. That, and the actor had enough and quit in the middle of the episode and someone and like flipped out on the producers and someone caught it with their cell phone. So he's watching it with his family and with his sister and the sister's boyfriend on TV. And like, cause now he's unemployed and all this stuff. And the sister's like, I feel sorry for, you know, for, for you. And he's like, I feel sorry for whatever. And, and the boyfriend's like, I feel sorry for Alan Thick Cause he's just standing in the background. Not knowing what to do. <laughs> and it was this wonderful line, but, um, yeah, no, I like lo- boyfriend. Danielle's just gonna. As we, did we just go clarify, did we state that Alan Thick passed away today? Alan I don't know Thick if he did or not. Yesterday. Um, was it today or was it yesterday? I think I got the message. It was yesterday. I think, it was yesterday. I, I, I think I told mom last night. He's playing. Uh, um, I found out this morning. Hockey. He's playing hockey with his nineteen-year-old son. Yeah. Yeah. At a, was it hard? What a way or to go! That's a great way to go. It's like such a Canadian way to go. I mean, like I think every Canadian probably wishes that they could go like playing hockey. Yep. Daniel's just checking yeah. on Ella Ellis crying in the background. So I can hear it. And she's I looking and she's looking at me like, Do you want to go or do you want me to go? And I'm like, Well, someone's gonna monologue. <laughs> so Ryan's leaving? No, she'll she'll be right back. <laughs> no Make sure the baby's alright. But um I, there was so many different types of shows like you like a show like Family Ties is kinda of painful to watch today because like in episode two, you know, the uncle visits, and he's a toucher. <laughs> so it's like, now you have the creepy uncle episode. And you have the these, you know, incredibly awkward to watch at dinnertime shows or these very, you know, melodramatic shows in the 80s. Full House was just harmless. It was so harmless, there was nothing to it. But I think it's why, it's the per- why kids never realized it went off the air, because they just love watching it over and over. Yeah, I, th- I-, I think... Gilmore Girls just, I think, handled the return to TV badly. I think they did not tell the story I think fans wanted to see. And it took me about a week to come to that conclusion, because I think when stuff comes back like this, you're so excited mm-hmm. to see it and be back in the house and be back, you know, in these situations that it kind of 
after a week, that excitement wears off, and you're like, wow, that was bad. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's kind of what happened with um with Gilmore. Well, I mean, it's kind of well, like the okay. So I haven't seen uh, Gilmore Girls nor or the original series or the new ones, but it, I mean, and I know that you more than likely have not seen How I Met Your Mother, but I'm kind of curious if if How I Met Your Mother. I'm sorry if if Gilmore Girls falls to the same pitfall of how the ending of How I Met Your Mother. Are you going to watch Gilmore Girls at some point? Uh, I think you should. I think it's still I a word that you should. like to, but if I'm being real, uh, I have so much television and movies to catch up on that I'm literally like seasons deep on multiple shows. I think you should watch it. Now, have you been spoiled for Gilmore Girls? Well, you and I have talked about it briefly. like, But the ending, of, you haven't been spoiled as to the new episodes. Um, I, the only thing I've been spoiled on and for the new episodes is the last four words. The last it's four only words. three. The last, well, the la- do you know what the last four words are? No. Okay. The deal with it was the original producers after the show went off the air and someone else finished their show was that we had a way we were going to end it. There were these final four words. So that became like a thing. What were the original last four words we never got? And you do get them. Um, this time around. Um, what was your complaint about How I Met Your Mother without spoiling me as to How I Met Your Mother? Okay, so without spoiling... This will be fun. This will be fun for this people who have seen both. Because This will be funny. No, no, I'll just use generalized terms. They could, the, the writers of How I Met Your Mother clearly had an ending in mind for probably maybe a two, if maybe three season show. The problem was, is their show became so popular that their show went like nine seasons. The problem is, is that they, they, in, they took the ending that they wrote for season one slash potentially two slash three and stuck it on the end of the ninth season. So I don't think this is really spoiling and saying anything that characters, like when you tell, you know, an additional five seasons of story, characters have to grow and go different, right. go in certain directions over the course of those five years. Well, it's, it'd be kind of like, let's say, like, you know, you, Ryan, right now had to, like, you know, there's going, like, you, you, there's a show based off of your life, okay? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, right now, the show is going to end, but the ending had to be based off of the Ryan from five years ago. Right. It wouldn't make sense. You yeah. were a completely different person five years ago. So it's like, so, almost, it's like grabbing, like, an earlier Puffwa episode airing it this week and having people not realize, like, I don't have a kid in that one or something like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's like they, they took the ending that they wanted to do after two or three seasons and they shoehorned it in. And in my very humble opinion, and though I have come to more terms with it over the years since it has, it has since aired, it, it ruins the show. It ruins the story. Like, the, the overall, like, the flow of the narrative just doesn't make Daniel sense. Daniel just came back, How I Met Your Mother, like, oh, comparing it to Gilmore Girls. Because okay. so, like, I guess, so that's what, so my question to you is, when you talk about how the, they came back to this show, and they, and they clearly wanted to end it a particular way, and then not to mention, you also had a situation with Gilmore Girls where the showrunners left, mm-hmm. and you had, like, a couple of seasons with a different showrunner, or different writers, one, one right? Se- one, season. one season. Right. Season. So I guess my question is, is does the, does the Netflix series, like, does it somehow match up to what you're used to? What I mean, does they, it make yeah. consent, uh, like, make make what's what I'm looking for. Does it make sense, I guess? And then is it like an appropriate, like an addition to what you already have? I uh, think it would have made more sense if it was only 
I think it would have made more sense as a season eight than ten years later. Right, because here's the thing with it. So the original series was seven years, six years with the uh, the creators and the and the and the and the production team. Now the problem that you kind of saw near the end of the first series was you had this the main character of or one of the two main characters is Rory Gilmore. She starts as a sixteen year old introverted bookworm. Right. And as the series goes on, um, you know, her mother is trying to instill in her small town values. Her grandparents are trying to instill in her the world of of money and and and, and you know the, the, there's rituals and, and things that must be done and whatnot. So as the show goes on, the character changes. And what happens is you have these very powerful characters who all um, have this bit of like a ruthlessness to them where like, you know, the the mother will tell the daughter, you know, this is exactly what you're doing wrong in your life. And and this is a failing you have and she's dead on with it. And the daughter will come back at the mother. This one character, she starts to take on these really um, unattractive qualities and like no one points it out. It's not commented on. There's no, like, there was like one or two scenes where someone made like an offhand comment about like how this character's, you know, changing, but the show doesn't recognize it. Like, if that was the point of the show, it would be great, but it's like the show still treats the character like she's the, the bookworm from season one. And that's not who she is anymore. So the character wasn't as pleasant to watch. And that was kind of one of the annoyances about the later episodes. And then the show just, they do this last um, season. There's this like 13 episode plot arc. I hate, I know a lot of fans didn't like it. And it ends on like a, like an okay point. Like there's like, they didn't know when they filmed the last episode of season seven, it was a finale, but they kind of filmed it as one just in case. And it turned out to be the finale. Mm-hmm. So now the right. show comes back and it's been 10 years later. For some of the characters, they seem like they're frozen in time because you couldn't, give them happily ever afters because then there'd be nothing to do in these movies. So they kind of like held off on the happily ever after for 10 years for no apparent reason. So that's mm-hmm. a little funny. Yeah. It would have made, that's what I'm saying. It would have made more sense if it was season eight. No, what ha- yeah, right. Like if it was moved back, like, cause you're like, well, what have these people been doing for 10 years? And there's like, they- and there's no plausible explanation right. for why some things have taken 10 years to happen. Yeah. Like it, it's, like, so poorly written, the excuses for why things haven't happened, that it's like, okay, this is done. And, like, here's the thing. Like, two of the characters will have, like, these awful communications problems near the end of the original series. And then mm-hmm. they'll resolve them by the end. You'll put a nice, neat, neat little bow, things are fine. And now it's ten years later. And there, you know, there's a question, oh, you know, maybe we should take this to the next level. Maybe we should get married. Maybe we should do all these things. It's like, well, why haven't you done that since 2007 if things were good? And it's because they're like, well, we've had terrible communication for the past few years. I'm like, isn't that what you resolved on the original show? So it's like they kind of had to, like, ruin the original show to explain why it's taken so long to get to this point. So, like, right. that, that kind of didn't work. Now, for one of the other characters, there was a death in the cast. So they were able mm-hmm. to explain it as, oh, for years things have been stable, and now we have to deal with this loss in our life, and that's the plot of the newest. That one worked fine. But for this original character, this bookwormish character, they destroyed the character. They had this mm-hmm. character make the worst choices, um, you know, very cruel behavior shown, uh, thoughtlessness, um, you know, just like if this were a person you knew in your own life, you wouldn't even go out to lunch with them because you would just get so annoyed. You'd have to leave, like destroyed this character and the damage to the character is never commented on. Not once. No one points. Like it would be like if the character, you know, came in 
and, you know, had, like, a mask on, a gun in their hand, and a bag with a money sign on it. Mm. And said, oh, I just robbed a bank. And like, oh, well, you know, you kids now, let's have dinner. And they don't talk, what happened to you? You're a bank robber? Like, there's no conversation about it. So it's like, why did Mm. you choose to ruin this character? I mean, does it serve a purpose in the narrative? To show... That she's just a horrible person? You don't need it, though. Because, and what happened is this, too. Well, I think, like, one of the analysis that... I think it was on, like, the Gilmore Guys podcast. It's almost like they're really, really reaching and grasping at straws to put these characters through an arc, through a story arc, that it's just like, okay, you're you're really, really trying too hard here to show them from, like, go to point A to point B, and in some cases... Not really even make a right. progression, but just like it, it, and it's, it's like it's like it's and they much. added like they added unethical behavior that served no purpose. They added like like they added stuff that just didn't need to be in there that made the character look cruel, and it served mm-hmm. absolutely no purpose. You could have taken that out and still put them in the same situations, or you could have said you know that this character's done all this cruel stuff in the ensuing 10 years, and now this is where she needs to kind of, like, have that come-to-Jesus moment and find out who she is and make that the plot. So it's just watching this character who... Girls used to love this character. She was she was the smart girl at school. She could read Moby Dick on the weekend and still be a role model. Like, th- that is why people, I think, love this character. No one should want to be this character after you see her here, and there's no justification for that. So, like, that was the part that, like, I couldn't... Other than maybe an attempt to, like, humanize her and of the fact that, you know... So comment on that. Well, here's the... I don't want to give it away, but, like, there's a point in the original series where the character does something that's unethical. And the minute she does something that's unethical, her mother calls her on something that she did that's unethical. And she has this big blow-up with her mother, and it lasts many episodes. And then the thing that she did is exposed and she gets a lot of flack for that. And then the mother kind of like doesn't do the, I told you so thing, but she kind of supports her through it. It's this big mess, but they acknowledge the fact you did this thing. That was a screw up. Here are your consequences for it. And this one, she does an even bigger thing. And it's like, Oh, you, you're 32. Now I can't comment. It's like, so the reason you commented the first time wasn't that she did something unethical. It was she did something unethical when she was 18. (laughs) So like, that's a weird message. So it's like, comment on it. Make it a big deal. It Like, we talked about when Draco disarmed Dumbledore and kind of got him killed there. Like, that was a bad thing. We didn't just not talk about it. Like, make it <laughs> part of the plot, and they didn't do that, and that, that was just weird. Now, the show... The thing is, they, I understand that there's enormous pressure on something like this. I mean, you're never, ever, ever going to live up to everyone's expectations, because that's not possible. But... I just feel like they were really... Well, here's the other thing they did. I feel like they really dropped the ball. Here's the other thing they did. They didn't watch season seven. The producers left at the end of season six. They never watched season seven. Mm. Never. Not once. And now they're creating the future from that. So what they did was they asked a bunch of interns, did this happen? What happened with this character? Oh, she had a kid? Oh, that's annoying. I wasn't going to have her have a kid. Okay, I guess she'll have to have a kid. Give me the kid's name. I'll put the kid in. But they... So what they did was you had a character who wasn't that um, heroic in the original show. They were kind of like a this Weasley little character. And by the end of it, the guy did like a good thing. He made a good life decision. 
And in right. this one, he's weaker than ever. They wrote off that good choice because that we didn't write that. The other guy wrote that. And, he's, and he leaves this one weaker than ever. So it's like, so I'm supposed to be glad that you did this movie? <laughs> like, you kind of ruined everything. Like, it was battery four. Like, so, yeah. like, that, that, and that was kind of, because they didn't write it. They Maybe they always thought the character would be weaker than ever at the end, and they didn't like the fact that they gave him a good moment. But it's like, did you even know they did that? Like, they, so it didn't make sense. So, I think Bob should just watch all 170-something episodes. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, there were some good moments. They ended one of the Gilmore Girls off in a wonderful place, and um, I don't think it needed eight hours to do. They kind of did it in one, but they they ended one of the characters in a great place. Another character, I get what they were going for. I I don't think it really worked as well on screen. I think they kind of because I think the wait was too long. It didn't really make sense. And one character they destroyed, absolutely destroyed. There's talk that they kind of left something open so they can bring it back if there's more episodes. I wouldn't even want to watch them. They they ruined that character beyond any redemption. Hmm. Yeah. Disappointing. I mean, as, I mean, as someone who enjoys enjoying things, it's frustrating to see when people's fandoms kind of shit all over them. I mean, I don't know if that's how you guys feel, but... Um, well, it's like, I don't get why this... And like... Something, what's the thing that's frustrating is some things about it I really did enjoy and it was like, ah, you know, it's like fun being back in Stars Hollow. I think for, for me, that's what a lot of it is. It's like, I like feeling, I like feeling being part of that community or, you know, just kind of escaping your own life and being like, oh, okay, let's spend an hour or two in this idyllic small town with these great characters. And, you know, that's why I go back and I rewatch the show so many times and, I got some of that. I, you know, I definitely did get some of that um, from the from the revival, and some of the shots of the town are really beautiful. And there's things like you know the festivals and whatever that this town puts on that are great. And a lot of like the secondary characters um, are well written still, and they feel like okay, these are the characters I remember. But there just there were a lot of flaws. What they didn't do, they fell into a trap that Puffa falls into. When Puffa first started, we were an hour and a half podcast. What? We were like an hour and a half. Oh, let's clarify the, here. The let's Gilmore Guys context. podcast. Are we talking about Are we talking about Potterfic Weekly Potterfic or are we Weekly. talking about Point of View Weekly? Potterfic Weekly. When in the hell were you ever an hour and a half? I think if you look up the first episode, I think the first, like episode one, episode two, I think we're... I'm actually on that right now. Yeah, here, I'll tell you. Oh, we if you're talking in. about episode one or two, that's because you didn't all know each other yet. But no, when we were an hour and a half long, I think Bob's first question to me was, why the hell are you so long? An hour and a half was a lot. Gilmore guys, yeah, for, a- for, a, for a 90 minute review of, of a 90 minute episode, they were just on for five and a half hours. Yeah. And I remember in that first season, I did all the editing for most of it. I think we brought on some other people who helped. You know, I know season. about that. But in that first season, it was only me. And I remember, like, if you actually listen to the first Christmas episode, it's dedicated to me because I was about to snap. So Jen and she said, okay, we gotta have, we gotta have an episode to tell Ryan, you know, he's doing a good job because I was losing it. Because when I would say, hey guys, I need help, the response back I got was, how can we change the schedule so you can do all of the work more easily? <laughs> like, that was kind of the thing at the beginning because editing wasn't fun. I remember those days. And, um, but the, I got a question once, I think it was from Jen. She said, well, the episodes are coming out three hours long. What if we just cut them to an hour and a half so that's less editing for you to do? And I'm like, that's harder. The easiest thing to do mm-hmm. is record for three hours, hit end, 
Don't edit it. Release it as is. There's your episode. To cut out stuff and make it sound good takes a lot of time. Oh, she didn't mean just record for an hour. Wow, she might edit the episode shorter. Like, that doesn't help. Wait, so I'm there. Yeah, clarify. And you were right. The first three or four episodes are about an hour and 30, 34, 35 minutes. Yeah. I'm looking at episode three. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Jan. And it has 5,180, either eight or six, I can't see anymore, uh, downloads. And that might be lower. I think the first one has over 6,000, but it's probably Cora just listening to it over and over again. But, um, (laughs) yeah, but the thing too is, is that, um, so when you look at, um, you know, Gilmore Girls, it was on the WB, it was on the CW, and it was a 44 minute episode, maybe cut to 42, um, when they had to add more commercials in. So they sat at a monitor and they said, we've got hours of stuff. Let's cut this so we can get every molecule of good stuff in, cut anything that doesn't need to be there, and we're going to make this a really tight episode. The Netflix says, oh, yeah, dude, you can make this as long as you want. Like, you want to do a seven-hour episode? Go ahead. Yeah. As, as, as long as we can get the, um, you know, we're going to give you money for it. If you film a seven-hour episode, go ahead. If you cut it to whatever. So what they did was, all right, now they're thinking like Sue and I are. Why don't we do a 20-minute play? And we'll stick it in the middle of episode three. Because oh, we always God. do these plays on Gilmore Girls, but we have to show bits and pieces because we have to keep it important. It well, is true. They always do stuff like that on Gilmore Girls, but yeah. it's you never see it. So what they did, and yeah, so they, or you'll see like the beginning of the play, then they'll cut to a commercial, then you'll come back after the play because yeah. they have to get on to the part. They put the entire fucking play in the episode. You know what they didn't and do? It was weird. Yeah. They didn't show. They didn't show one of the it one of the supporting weird. characters from the original show is barely in these movies. We I think we counted. She has ten minutes of screen time over eight hours. The play was twenty minutes long. No. The play got more screen time than the one of this world. So it's like that's kind of the problem. Like, and I'll say like if we put out a six-hour podcast that's tight. If it came from like a 20 hour source material and we cut it to six, it's probably good. If we just blab for six hours and release it, there's probably a lot of ums. You know how we make fun of Sue Top sometimes because she leaves in the potty breaks? You can hear me peeing in the background. That wasn't intended to be released (laughs) for public consumption. Like, that's what you get. Wait, that actually happened? I hope not. No. Well, Danielle. Okay, I was going to say. Because I know Sue leaves a lot of her stuff in. But, But that I mean, that's the kind of deal. So, like, one of these episodes is like all over the map because there's so much junk in there that you don't really need to so it didn't feel like Gilmore Girls because Gilmore Girls wouldn't just have like all these scenes that didn't need to be in there in there but they put them in because they were filmed and they were kind of okay and I think that's the tough part is that you know (laughs) it's been 10 years so there's that and then there's they're going from like you said a different it's a different medium they're going from a 40 to 42 minute episodes um, with the commercial breaks to all of a sudden 90 minute movies on Netflix where it's just, it's just different. Like, One episode has a music video in it. Yeah. It's weird. There's not, there's literally a, a music steampunk, video, steampunk music, a steampunk video. music video just in weird. an episode of a show that never did that. So it feels completely different. It's like putting a music video in the middle of a Sherlock. Like you don't do that. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> You know, or in the middle of a Harry Potter movie. It's, it seems really, that, like, really weird. That so threw me out of it when yeah. we were watching it. I was just like, what the well, fuck plus is behave, going plus on? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. So it, it, was, it, was, it was bad. It was bad. But there, there, I mean, there were, there were some so, parts that were good. There were some characters. They did uh, a, a very cool tribute to, um, to Edward Herman, who's since passed away. There were a couple. There was one scene with a character who I now hate that was actually very touching. 
Um, but I, like they they should have done it very differently than I think the way they did. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, that's a lot of Gilmore Girls. I know. <laughs> like five we, have that, we, we have now become a mini. You can't really see. You can't see. No, you have to tell them. Okay, in, in, in ten seconds. You just did what they you accused uh, the Paladinos yeah. of doing. Sue, edit that down to four minutes. Um, what? <sighs> how, how, how's the baby? Baby good? Baby good? We're leaving this all. I didn't go uh, up. I was just listening on the monitor. Oh, I thought you went in. crying. Oh, well, she apparently gave up the will to cry. Okay. She was sort of just like. Well, this this also coming from the man who posted a video to his Facebook about basically uh, selling off his daughter in marriage before she's old enough to talk. They were rather cute together, though. I will say that. Uh, like, they were very cute I'm together. She had of, his in very interesting places. She was. I'm just saying, out of context, that video is just super awkward. Just a little bit. Oh, that 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 video was exactly what they were putting Gilmore Girls because if you notice oh, in God. it, I sell her off. Even I want to move on. I sell her off. Please. I make jokes about is your hair looking nice? Are you wearing good clothes? Because it's the woman's job to dress up for the man. Everything in there was classic Gil- early Gilmore Girls that they still think is relevant. I didn't fat shame her. We didn't have enough time. Okay. Okay. <sighs> I'm done. Wow. I'm done. It's going to be a new Star Wars movie. Oh, yeah. Here it is. Unfortunately, we have no time to talk about that. Good night, everybody. Star, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars. That's right, right? Rogue One. Star Wars, yes. Yeah, you know, uh, technically comes out th- uh, Friday, but early early showings start tomorrow. Pretty exciting. It's about it's the story behind how the Rebel spies or the Rebels got their hands on the Death Star plans leading up to uh, the first movie, yes. uh, A New Hope. Uh there's been really, really. I'm not, I don't want to like get. I'm not, I, don't, I haven't been spoiled. I mean, well, other than the fact that you know we know what happens. We, well, I mean, cause right. They get, the plans. <laughs> they get the plans. Spoiler alert! <laughs> this following spoiler has been brought to you by. You know? um, but for the most part, um, there's a lot of great positive reviews. A lot of people say it's darker. It earns its PG-13 uh rating mm-hmm. they say that it's like the like a natural like a lot of the young a lot of the earlier star wars kind of felt like more that they were in kind of like intended for adults even though they were intended for kids right this star wars is a natural progression of the thought process that star wars is you know a war it's yeah. a war film mm-hmm. and so as a and there, but there's a lot of uh there's a lot of nods to the fans there's like if you are a fan of star wars you're going to get a lot of the mythology in this movie but at the same time even if you go in as a casual fan you're going to go in and enjoy the heck out of it yeah um cool. so needless to say i've been following a lot of the non-spoiler reviews as a star wars fan I am stoked. I, I might try to see it tomorrow. Then I just found out that there is a group of friends that are going at eleven o'clock. I'm off at nine, so I might be able to pull that off. So nice. we'll see. Or is it yeah, like is it it's... completely sold out? Is it? I do not know. I have not attempted to purchase a ticket myself. Because these are like my the friends got movies, tickets right? a week ago. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if it's going to pull the number. It's probably not going to pull the box office numbers that uh, the Force Awakens did. But, I think it's probably going to be better, though. I don't know. It just depends. I think it just is going to depend on word of mouth. I think if people are like, if if the word of mouth that comes out of this movie is it's better than Star Wars Episode Seven, then I think it could probably do it. It could probably do it. The question is, is how fast is that word of mouth going to get around for that first opening box office weekend? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, all I know is that uh, I'm looking forward to see what they do. I'm, I'm I'm hoping it does well so that they'll continue to do Star Wars movies that are not tied to the Skywalkers. Yeah. Because the, the Star Wars universe is far larger than the Skywalker, Skywalker family. <laughs> the Skywalkers. <laughs> the Skywalkers. Skywalkers. <laughs> Damn, Skywalkers. No. Um, yeah, the Skywalker. 
Well, and you yeah. already have, so. <laughs> like, clearly the next, uh, have they named the film that's coming after Force Awakens? No, episode eight, no. Yeah. Episode eight, yeah, it's supposed to come out about a year's time. I mean, no. that's clearly going to have a lot to do with Skywalkers. So, yeah, the, the, um, the, the actual episodes, Star Wars episodes, are about the Skywalkers. Yes. So, um, <laughs> the rest of them. episode eight. That'd be pretty funny. It would be like, yeah, we, don't, we, we, we were out of ideas. Just episode. A lot of people think it's going to somehow like be tied to the First Order. Like it's going to be like a kind of a... Because Star Wars, let's be honest, mirrors itself a lot. Star Wars is like... If you were to look up the word cyclical in the dictionary, you would see Star Wars as an example. Mm. Uh, These are so, people that do not learn from the past. No, they really don't. Especially they the really... Empire with their damn weapons. They just yeah. don't... No, they don't Star Wars, mm. Death Star 2. Starkiller Base, which is basically Death Star, Death Star 3. 3. <laughs> yeah. It's called so The Force Awakens Part 2. Yeah. There you go. I'm just throwing this out there. very interesting. And have you seen Fantastic Beasts, Bob? I have. I will talk, well, I'll, I'm going to touch that on in a minute. But I think, unfortunately, the Fishers, you guys probably want to step out for that. Yeah, we'll no, step out for that. We can step out for it so that way you guys can talk about it. Okay. I don't know I mean, how we, we'll know we, when to step back, but we'll step back. Well, no, it's, it's, well, I can just share my opinions on it. Because I was you guys just going to have you tell me what you thought. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, so I just wanted to, I, didn't, I was wanting to clarify what we wanted to aim for. But what I, want to, I want to say this real quick before I forget. Danielle, mm-hmm. if you have the opportunity to do so, like if you guys have friends who own a PlayStation 4, and who own, if you guys have friends, okay, I'm sorry. I'm not sure if you do, but the PlayStation, it's PlayStation VR. Mm-hmm. They have created a basically an X Wing VR experience. Oh, no kidding. I played it the other night at yeah. a friend's house. I have never been. Like, okay, let's just put it this way, okay? Mm-hmm. You know how we talk about uh, Sora Online and we talk about um, Ready Player One yep. and how all those people have addictions to like and have issues mm-hmm. with yeah. VR? Yeah. After that night of VR plus with the, the, the Star Wars thing, I don't want to live in real life anymore. Yeah, you can see why they have these addictions. <laughs> I, t- I totally get it. Like, that, that experience of being in that X-Wing and being able to look around and check my six by turning my head. Yeah. It, it tie fired behind me, blasting me from behind. Awesome. Oh, it's Blowing up. As a Star Wars fan, experience. It's pretty awesome. Well, that's so funny that you brought up Sword Art Online. I was actually thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about the... Um, Second season, right? Where they were the um, people are dying in the game because there's like a oh, real yeah, assassin yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, I haven't watched that. Um, I haven't watched that in a while because I was thinking the Attack on Titan actually is finally coming out. Um, so she's been con- I forget how it ends. Right with another. Yeah, it is. I was gonna say I just posted something not too long ago in the Puffa uh, thing mm-hmm. about one of them. And well, I can't remember now if it was sword. Attack on Titans or. Well, they I'm both looking. are being. Both have stuff coming out. Uh, Attack on Titan has a second season that's been greenlit and is now currently in production. Uh, and I want to say if it's not done already, um, and maybe I, I don't know. I haven't really been following it too much. Or it will be coming out soon. Uh, there's going to be a sort of online uh, a film or movie. Oh. Um, what that, that basically covers one of the arcs from the, uh, the light novels. So. Um, so definitely- yeah. anime is not something i've been able to keep up with but have i missed any um has there been any new like fate stay night stuff no there's nothing going on in fate stay not that i'm aware of yeah Um, that was really good i'd have to ask mike um we haven't finished um, 
I really like the Fate Stay Night. I love that. I mean, there's 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 like a Fate Stay like there's a Fate something Ilya, like you know the little girl mm-hmm. like yep. like there's a Magic Girl series with her. Oh okay. Yeah, I'll pass. Uh, <laughs> Magic Girl anime just gets weird real yeah, quick. I'm good. But anyway, but yeah, so that that to my knowledge, no, there isn't okay. like in main main fate series. Stuff. Are they making yeah. more or no? I don't know. Like, I feel like there could have been more, right? With the yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they were. I take that back. I think they were doing something. I want to say that they were doing like a movie or something of. See, because a lot of the Fate series, like, there's the original Fate Stay Night, and then there's the Fate Stay Night something else. Like, they're all different arcs in, in the, in the novel, in the, uh, the visual novel. Mm-hmm. So, and apparently, the one that they're, they were doing, at least the last I heard, like, years ago when I was talking to Mike about it, is like, the quote unquote good ending mm-hmm. of Sword Art Online, or the good arc. I don't know. Uh, so it should be interesting to see. I'll, yeah. Tell you what, I'll look at. I'll look into that right now as we're chatting. But uh, but yeah, I think there may be. I take it back. I think there might be something coming. Cool. But anywho, Thank so you. Sue, are you back, or did you ever leave? I wasn't sure. I heard the telephone, so I wasn't positive. Sorry. Yes, I'm back. Yeah. I will be honest. I have not listened. I didn't want to listen to your guys' uh, review until we had actually had a chance to talk about it. But then Ryan saddened me and told me that you, they hadn't seen it yet. So I, I will t- attempt, attempt to do this as uh, as non-spoiler as possible. Well, we tried to see it, but Danielle wanted to stay and to watch Gilmore Girls. So I feel like that worked out very well. <laughs> well, no. It's just it was a Saturday, and I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to go to the movies because it'll be crowded. And I hear Gilmore Girls is fantastic. People are obnoxious, and I, I don't know. I hate people that talk through movies. Okay. Mm. Um. I will not be speaking specifically to pot, spot blah, 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 specifically to plot spoilers. However, I will talk about the flow of the film, and I'll talk about particular casting choices. So, if the two of you are okay with that, I'm fine with that. Okay. That's fine. Okay. There are clearly okay. The problem with Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. First and foremost, yes, it is a fun romp back into J.K. Rowling's universe. You know, it is great to see wizards again and hear the mm. music. Yeah. Like, let's be honest, like, and this isn't a spoiler, the, the whole, like, the introduction is exactly the same way as it was with every Potter film. Oh, like, mm-hmm. cool. It like, just the, totally the, draws you in. Music and everything. So it, it sets the tone. Um, but the problem with Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, in my very humble opinion, is Joe attempts to tell too many stories at the same time. And I won't get into what those stories are, but there are at least, at least three core plot lines that, yes, attempt to kind of converge at the end, but for all intents and purposes, it's like one, the most apparent plot line is not really the main plot line of the story. It's really kind of a surface around a core of the other main plot points that basically are all what what the story is leading up to. Because let's be honest, this movie is very similar to, I would say, Sorcerer's Stone, in that it's a setup movie. Right. This Mm -hmm. movie is clearly setting up the five movies that are going to come next. And Four. I'm sorry, was that that including including a part of the five? Yeah, there's five total, as far as I understand. Okay, that's cool. Um, so, 
it's clearly obvious that they, when they wrote this story or when they filmed this film, they knew that they had four more coming. So because of that, I feel like a lot of uh, certain plot lines got more attention than others, Hmm. um, which kind of frustrated me um, a little bit. I will say that I think, I'll just touch on this very briefly. Uh, Eddie Redmayne as Newt was brilliant. I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. my favorite character of the movie. Uh, was Dan Fogel's um, Jacob? Jacob, amazing. Yes, uh, he needs to be in all five of them. <laughs> I know. I hope they. I I can't. I don't see know them. how they're gonna do it. Yeah, they need to do it. He, he, he his he acting with just his face, mm-hmm. without even just talking, but just watching his face mm-hmm. was amazing. To me, it's like funny because, like you know. This is the guy who is in fanboys. Like he's like in those really stupid movies, like that are about like nerdy stuff. And it's just mm-hmm. like this is just a dumb movie. Why would I watch it? And I always see him. I always kind of get like I'm always usually annoyed with his character. No, he was amazing, spot on. Yeah. I don't know. Joe needs to rewrite the books and somehow put his character in the books. Uh, <laughs> that's how much. I, that's how much I enjoyed his character. Um, yeah. Is it weird? I, is it weird? I'm sorry, like, because I'm think I was thinking back to like the Gilmore Girls thing, where it's like you have either you know eight episodes or four episodes that all come out on the same day, so you know you can you either have the option to watch the entire story and make your own breaks. You have the option to watch a story that's on a cliffhanger where you know there's more coming, and then you have to wait a week to think about it for a week, then you watch it a week later. Like for Harry Potter fans, we've never had a situation where a movie has ended and we haven't known what's coming next. I don't think we mm-hmm. ever did. Because well, I think it's horribly obvious what's coming next. Right. But I guess that's the thing. Cause like, even when Sorcerer's Stone came out, that was like 2000, right? So I'm trying to think of what book was out then. By then we were up to at least Goblet of the Fire, right? So we, right. Had, we were a few ahead at all times. I know you, you think you know what's coming next, but like, we don't, there's no canon. There's no, like, this is it. How weird is that that you're not going to get the next movie for what, like two years? Two years. Yeah. Can I can I be real? Yeah. And this is this is this is kind of what makes me kind of that after I think this I had this thought that I was kind of I kind of lamented on that thought was that honestly I don't care that I have to wait two years for this next film like there is no part of me that says I am excited about the next movie in this series <laughs> like will, will I will I go and see it of course I'm a Harry Potter fan but there's like nothing like you know that pool of like you know. I need the next part of this story. I need it. I want it. I, I, I don't want it. I don't, I mean, something I don't want. It's just, I don't, I don't have no innate desire for it. Mainly. Oh, be- I don't have that. I want to see what's going to happen. I, okay. I have, I have a slight curiosity about what's going to happen next, but here's the thing. And I'm just going to say this. And how can I do this without spoiling the movie? I'll just say this. <laughs> I, I will leave after Ryan and Daniel have seen the movie, I will add the initial first part of my uh, two, like I have two major problems with this film. Uh, the, 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 the way this film, the way the story of this film comes to a close, I will not talk about the first one. And I will well, do what I did. I just so. talked about Gilmore girls at nauseam and you can still watch it. I didn't spoil anything directly. So, okay. I will say well, this. Uh, no, 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 this is this. I think this is fair. I think this is fair. I'll, I'll do my best to, okay. There is a character who, in my opinion, was a interesting character, a mm-hmm. very interesting character. And I was very excited. I, in my mind, I had an idea where they were going with this. And in typical J.K. Rowling fashion, they, <laughs> she did something different with that character. And for all intents and purposes, 
in my very humble opinion, fucking ruined the character. <laughs> because I think they could have done something way more interesting with it, but I'm not going to say anything I think about they it. They still can. No, they, well, I guess in theory they can. I think we can't go into details on that. Okay. Then I will my say friend, this. My friend Michael went to the movies dressed as that character. Really? This is going to be the best podcast for people who have watched Gilmore Girls and seen Fantastic Beasts. The other thing is this. I, I don't usually curse a whole lot on this show, but I'm going to do this. Thing. Fuck you, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you in your casting decisions. Because seriously, are you fucking kidding me? You got that actor to play that character? Fuck you. I am sorry. That is a horrible, horrible, horrible Even I know he's talking about Johnny Depp at this point. Cast- like, casting. <laughs> like, even I get that, get that. I have no idea what the hell's going on in this world. I mean, I'm sorry. He was I am bad. sorry. I am you know sorry. Playing, right? Doesn't he play? Char- I think that, I know. That, ca- yeah. that character is not white-haired, fat Johnny Depp. Fuck you, oh, Warner Brothers. No. Fuck you. I was you actually excited to... about Johnny Depp, and now I'm not. I should say Bob ruined it. Uh, I feel like I should, at some point, I don't know, find something good to say to bring our spirits back up. No, because I, mean, oh, okay. well, I have something to bring our spirits back up as well, soon okay, as we're okay, done well, with well, this. That's why I say this. It's just like, could you not have... I mean, I'm not saying you didn't need to find a popular actor. You didn't need the coattails of Johnny Depp to run to get this movie to in, get people in the seats, you didn't. You no, already had start for the other characters, yeah. and it's just like I'm sorry, it's Harry fucking Potter. Okay, you don't need Johnny Depp playing character to make this series work, and instead <laughs> we all know who it is, though, right? Let's be real here. <laughs> Johnny Depp has tanked, tanked. The last good thing that Johnny Depp has truly, really carried as a franchise was Pirates. And let's be honest, at this point, that series is utter shite, okay? <laughs> so for all intents and purposes, you're bringing in Johnny Depp, who has done some great stuff. I'm not saying he's a horrible actor. I'm sure he's a wonderful person. But seriously, Warner Brothers, seriously. He doesn't even fucking look like the character. <laughs> it's just like, what the hell? <laughs> So please uh, name this episode Bob has lost his effing mind. I love when Bob gets upset. I do too. I mean, seriously, like, as a Harry Potter fan, it angers me because to me it feels like it cheapens the character. Yeah. And this is and this is a character who should not be cheapened in the slightest. Mm-hmm. You, the Harry Potter series is known for its amazing casting. There's very, very, very rarely been situations, and I know that we all have our varying opinions on Gambit as Dumbledore. I get it. But for the most part, the the casting in this series has been fantastic. So I mean, I'm sorry. Barty I, crouches. I, oh, well, yeah, I mean, that, but I think that I think Both that was it. You know what's weird about this year? Can I just tell you? I, uh, so and I loved Daniel, and I love David Tennant, okay, but both parties. I guess it is about twenty sixteen. This is like the year where like everything that's happened has been shit. Like Alan Thick died for Christmas. Like every single fucking thing that's happened this year. We got one nephew. That was it. That was our bright spot. Everything else and Ella's grown up wonderful. Well, we got everything some, else. Well, geez, but we, we, we have, got to see Ella turn one. Yeah, we that Ella counts as twenty fifteen. Okay. Like 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 everything that happened this year has been complete shit. So like Donald fucking Trump gets elected president. Now I have to go back and say, hey, remember Mitt Romney? In retrospect, not that bad. Not that George bad. Bush loves the guy. So now I'm looking back at things and I'm like, Gambit, I take him. <laughs> I Gambit's back. 
Gambin's all right. They have that turn game for him in Top Gear. I'm down with Gambin. I hear he's gone blind. I feel terrible. Oh, really? No, he didn't go blind. Does he, he have a Mac? Does he have? No, he has uh, something. He has something. I want to say he can't do plays. Uh, his memory. He has no. Uh, his memory is gone. He can't So he can't do plays. That was the thing. Um, okay, this is yes, the thing. So. So I, well, I, well, so let me just throw this well, out I, to you, Bob. Final thought. I just want to say my final thought, and then, Sue, I'll let you counter me, because I know you'll be far more positive. <laughs> I, <laughs> Get, she I also loves Gilmore Girls. That, oh, oh, Bob! Bob! Bob. Bob. No, I'm, oh. I'm here. I'm just think, thinking. Oh, Actually, okay. can, I, can I add one more thing? Oh, what, what the hell it's, not, it's not a spoiler, and the thing that upsets me is that it's not a spoiler. Okay. Ilvermorny. We got this huge thing from J.K. Rowling about mm. Ilvermorny. The houses, the story, Pottermore, the videos. It was brilliant. It's like, we're going to get to go to Ilvermorny. It's going to be, we're going to at least, at least see Ilvermorny. Do you know how much of Ilvermorny is in this movie? <laughs> like zero? So, a line? One Maybe line. <laughs> oh, yeah, I went to Ilvermorny. That's like saying, oh, yeah, I went, I, went, I went to this particular college. Oh, that's cool. Wait, you're telling me that we we literally spent, they spent all that money all that time hyping up the American Wizarding School and we get one fucking line out of it? Are you fucking kidding me? His father was there were two. Much before? Where the fuck is my fucking Where coat? Where the fuck is my fucking coat? <laughs> we find out he's in Hufflepuff, which, good job, Newt, you're a Hufflepuff. We love you. Uh, huffle hugs, huffle hugs. I wonder, but, he was huffle hugging me when he was XOing, XOing. I had no idea what the hell he was talking about. <laughs> Well, just as Ryan called me tonight, there was a, a Twitter burst that probably happened earlier, but I just got it, um, that Joe told the houses of the main characters, the Elven Morning characters. So Queenie is a Pukwudgie. Yay, Pukwudgie. Um, Tina is Thunderbird, I think. Uh, Thunderbird. And if Jacob had been a wizard, he would have been a Wumpus. That doesn't surprise me. So I'm just saying, okay, it's to me it is like this this movie has too much okay, in closing, in closing, this from my viewpoints, sorry, sorry fan, I mean sorry, sorry listeners, I'm sorry, but it does a very bad job of trying to it does a bad job in the fact that it's trying to tell too many stories. It's like Spider Man three. It has three Spider Man three had three villains in it. It had too much damn stuff and it, it was a horrible movie because of it. I'm not saying that the too many storyline plotline made the movie bad. I enjoyed the movie, surprisingly enough, after this my thoughts on it. <laughs> I did I did enjoy it. I really did enjoy it. I, I it's a it's a wonderful re look or another look at the wizarding world. Um the visuals are fantastic. It's mm. a real treat. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Fuck you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed me off so bad. It's just like you ruined that character. You've ruined him. I really want to take Johnny Depp's character, who we all know who it is. I don't even know why we're not saying it, but in the event that you don't know who it is, we know who it is. I want to take that character and square him off with Rory Gilmore and just see what happens. Yeah. Okay, by the way, side point, now I'm really about Dumbledore. Hmm? Okay, but this is what I want to say. Trisha has decided who is going to play Dumbledore. Are you ready? Hmm. Get your get your F words ready, Bob, because here you go. Is this real? She wants, and I'm going to mess this up because this is how she said it 16 times. Benedict Cumberbund, he's got to play the other character. Fuck that. No. <laughs> 
Cumberbatch? No. <laughs> she was totally well, annoying. He did such a great job with Star Trek. I can't hey. Feel. I'm like, hey. okay, he new No, he didn't. Sure. Well, the episode's I'm not saying Luke clarify. I'm not Luke clarify. I'm not saying anything against against him against him personally. I'm just saying that that would be a horrible casting choice. I would say it was a great casting choice because I feel like this is the um, this is the uh, Harry Potter Gilmore Girls podcast best casting choice from the Gilmore Girls reunion. And the thing with the reunion was oh, anyone no, but like anyone who's any I already talked about oh, this it. Is the thing. This is the thing for. Anyone who's anyone, you know, if, if you were on Parenthood and you know Lauren Graham, you got a role, everyone's a cameo. Every, like, if you're the, the woman who, you know, got the pizzas at lunch, you got a cameo. Everyone got a cameo on this thing. The best, I think, character who was added to this, River Song. Yes, I would agree Alex with that. Alex Kingston. Oh. Alex Kingston had a cameo. phenomenal. I want to say something good about it. I feel like I should say something good. Alex Kingston, phenomenal casting choice. Hmm. Everything else sucked, but you have if you, if you haven't watched it and you do, you get Alex Kingston in almost like a River Song. She's almost like playing River Song. Mm-hmm. She's a little mm-hmm. she's a little nuts. She's a little nuts. But she, she's um, really all right. But how about we let Sue talk about? Yeah, I just want yeah. to say yeah, something Sue, nice. Uh, I was saying, Sue, I want to hear how like I want your counter thoughts. Counter thoughts, please. Well, okay. Make I feel felt good. like the magic was back. Amazingly, it was not like Cursed Child. This was Joe actually writing it. Yeah, because it had that. it had Joe's magic. I mean, it, that was even if there's too much of it. Even if there's too much of it, um, I thought the beasts were amazing. I thought Newt's case is somewhere that I want to go and live. I can see um, you going there. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty cool. I thought the characters, um, like you said, Jacob steals the show. But I thought that all of the characters were were quite amazing. Newt. Is absolutely wonderful. Eddie Rain- Redmayne embraced that character like no one could have. And I've said this before several times that there is a particular scene in that movie where he embarrasses the living heck out of himself. And there are not a lot of actors that would have done what he did to keep the integrity. In- I can't say that word. Integrity, integrity of the play of the movie. And he did it, and he did it happily even if he was absolutely mortified by what he had to do. <laughs> so he is absolutely amazing in it. Um, I loved Queenie. I loved, I liked, I, I liked Tina. I didn't love Tina so much, but um, there were parts of it that were just, I mean, the magic, the Niffler. Oh my goodness. And Pickett, mm-hmm. the little bow truckle. They're mm-hmm. just so cool. And the, okay. So the parts were, your character that you're upset that they ruined, I agree. He had this amazing potential, and I want to see more. I think there's a possibility that we could see more because of something that David Heyman said. Um, okay, well, because I really, I really liked the character you're referring to. I really enjoyed that character. I yes. felt it was like... I don't want to say anything, but... Did you pick up on the clues that he left? There were several clues. I've seen it twice now, so... Well, I know. I I, I didn't. I've only seen it once. Maybe we can discuss that. There were clues. Okay. So without messing things up too much and and to clue Ryan and Danielle in when they see it, that they want to be looking for this, did you see the little bit that got away in the subway? No. Okay. (laughs) Probably. So that... I was too angry about Johnny Depp. 
I will, I will let you know what you missed then. Because he finally I, said those words. Something Stage that two. shows something's coming. Okay. Well, we can, we can talk about it after, after stream or some after stream after uh, the podcast because uh, I like it. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil Ryan or Daniel. Right. Okay. And, and I want Bob to watch all seven seasons of Gilmore Girls. The season seven, you can kind of use your best judgment on. But apparently, Danielle, yes, you can do it. Open your present. Oh, okay. Right, we're gonna open the present. All right. I know. I, you don't have to uh, open the little one, but open uh, the big one. Oh, I only have a big one. Yeah, it's the the little ones inside on top. Oh, okay. okay. Yes. So a package arrived from Sue today. So I was very excited. I movie. put it under the tree because I wasn't sure. It's um, actually we took some pictures of uh, Ella under the tree tonight. It's, it's permanently displayed in the background. Fun. <laughs> I, know, I, I have to say this too. We took, we took these um, wonderful pictures of Ella under the tree, and she's wearing her Christmas jammies, and it's awesome. She ate ate avocado right before that, and got uh-huh. some on her pants. So we realized after taking these beautiful pictures of her, it looks like she has a massive shit stain on her pants. It's just avocado. <laughs> so now I have to touch them all up so we can use the pictures, or else it's gonna just gross people out. I should have probably grabbed scissors because Sue wants like an entire roll of tape. She did. <laughs> pull, pull. I can't. No, it's like a good packing pull, tape. Pull, pull. Just pull. Pull. Pull like this? Pull, pull. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I spent like the good packing tape on it. Like a salty earth after scissors. this? I'll get scissors. No, this is more fun. Hang on. Just a little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. Oh, all right. Just keep digging. Just keep digging. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It was it's really, break, huh? really hard paper to get it stick, so I had oh. to really wrap it well because I was afraid oh, it was going to hold the package. We're fine. Right. That's just not right. All right. Yeah. Oh. oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't want to break the present. Okay. What'd you do to them, Sue? <laughs> Wrapping paper is coming off. All right. So it says to Ryan, Danielle, and Ella. Oh, and it's a Hermione set. Open it up. <gasps> this is for you guys to share with her. Oh, awesome. So it is the illustrated Sorcerer's Stone. That is so awesome. Very nice. I can't believe I actually forgot about that. I completely forgot about that. I know. I did too. I kept thinking to myself, like, I want to get the illustrated Harry Potter. <laughs> I forgot. We just had this great moment. Danielle just looked at me and mouthed, Do we buy that? And I mouthed back, No, I forgot. <laughs> 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 I had a fear. I couldn't. I already had, be in your well, house, I knew I didn't I, buy it, but I didn't know if. Well, I was afraid I'd pre ordered it and forgot, but if I did, I would have gotten it by now. So I guess I didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, because the second one just came out. I got the second one when I got that one for you. Oh, I love the illustration of Dumbledore with the lemon drops. Mm-hmm. It's got really neat illustrations in it, and it's just fun. And I thought that would be a really neat way 
that you guys can share Harry Potter with her yeah. when she's still even it's, younger. It's not abridged, right? It's the whole book? I don't, I actually don't know. I don't think so, but I haven't read very much of it's it. It's in such a different layout that you kind of, well, it's short. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's got to be interesting a little bit. But anyhow. So I have a question for the Fishers. Why does Santa Claus wear a dress? What? Oh, from the picture? Oh, that was his robe. That was his robe. It looks like a dress. No, it's a robe. It's just really wrong. He's he was a, a pretty, wizard. He's a pretty Bob. good Santa. Santa Claus is a wizard? What? Don't you know? Didn't you listen to Wizard Rock? No, I tried not to listen to Wizard Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I tried the, not and failed horribly. In, in one of the uh, mm. songs, he... Uh, all the reindeer are killed, and so the, the, the Dumbledore sends Thestrals, and he's traveling around with the Thestrals, and then the wizards attack him, and he pulls out his wand, and he fights back. How else do you think he he manages to deliver all this presents? If he's not a wizard. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, I'm just looking them here. They're saying it's on a bridge because it has a large trim size. Well, it is. It's big. Yeah. They use the double boat. columns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that I was just curious. Be. I didn't know. That's cool. So, Bob, I bought myself a Christmas present. And what'd you get? I have two of the three D&D books, and the third one is coming from my brother. Congratulations. Thank you. Are you going to begin DMing a campaign? I am. I have the starter set as well, and I have friends maybe starting uh, coming over <laughs> uh, during Christmas break. That is so awesome. It's, all, it's Honestly, don't get me wrong. Like I know we've, we've played the Aurors and we've done online stuff, but there truly is something magical about sitting around a table and playing Dungeons & Dragons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. In fact, uh, my my group that I DM, uh, we finished for the year a couple nights ago, and it was it was pretty fun. Pretty fun. Of course, that group has turned out to be a group of nine players, which is Ooh. insanity, absolute insanity. But uh, when they all show up, but they never all show up at the same time. So it's mm-hmm. a- I'm listening to a new podcast that. Mm-hmm. Um, the, it's one DM, and he has, like, four, three or four groups of five to six players that are all in the same universe, and they kind of come together and split apart, and mm-hmm. it's quite interesting. interesting. So they're not ever all there at the same time, mm-hmm. but they're all playing in the same universe. So, I'm sorry, Ryan. I stepped all over you. No, that was, that was fine. It was more fun watching Danielle try and move scissors without making noise. Was, Which I failed at. She failed miserably. Um, Bob is already um, yawning, and he's got three hours of podcasting after this one's done tonight. Which it's not podcasting. It, it's it's streaming. Streaming. It's streaming. It's not really. It's not. It's not the same as podcasting because with podcasting, it's like you constantly have to be talking. Streaming, not so much. So I just thought. So we could do for the last couple minutes here, um, just like a catch up with what we're reading now, watching now, you know, where we kind of are and stuff we might want to talk about in future episodes. So Sue's mentioning some podcasts she's into, which is always fun because Sue finds a new podcast every day that she loves, which <laughs> I do too. Is helpful for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you send me books and, and I try How to send are you liking Flickr? Because I actually 
Um, I just barely started it. Because you're doing Percy Jackson, um, right? You're on Percy Jackson 2? I'm on Percy Jackson 2, but that one I can listen to because I got the Audible. Yeah, I do too. And Flickr, I just have on my Kindle. So it's it's harder to carry the Kindle around when I'm working. Do you ever so find just, that you read a book and it's such a it's such an interesting plot line, such an original plot line, that even though you don't enjoy the book as much as you do some others, like you maybe mm-hmm. give it like a lower rating, it like sticks out in your head more because it was just so different, even though it didn't really succeed right. as well. Like that's how I kind of felt about Flickr because the author loves like every rating she gets. She goes on and likes it. She did not like mine because I gave a very in-depth review and gave it like three stars and said I wished I could give it two and a half and I couldn't so I rounded up. So like I didn't love the series as much but it was it was very very original. So mm-hmm. so that was why I recommended it to Sue because um, Sue loves everything. I was actually laughing too because when Sue said that she loved um, Fantastic Beasts I think you said more than Cursed Child. All I could remember was you still gave Cursed Child five stars. On <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, Cursed Child. I'm a friend like that who rate every book stars. is always a five-star rating, and I didn't realize that about her, so I read one of the books that she rated five stars, and I gave it a one. It's my only one-star <laughs> I can't believe I read this crap, and then I realized... Cur- like, Cursed Child is your only one? No, um, there's another book I read that I gave one star. Cursed Child, I gave two. Or did my couple and I actually gotcha. had a, a it was something I recommended that he hated. No, it wasn't you. Didn't oh, okay. I thought it was. No, it wasn't you. It was, uh, it was one of my five stars. It was another, it was another friend of mine. Um, I had a, a book I actually gave three stars, and I didn't really like it. And over time, I've equally never not been able to get it out of my mind because the more I think about it, the more I dislike it. So I actually just downgraded it to two, like eight months after I read it because it was making me angry. I rated it. Oh my god, Ryan! You take your ratings way too seriously. Well, no, because I've, I've done a bunch of three-star ratings, and this one was so much worse. I felt like I had to shove it down a little bit more. <sighs> Um, so what are we reading? Authors now? live and die for your reviews. They do. No, that the, the, the one that Sue's reading now. Oh my god, it downgraded me from three to she a did not, She did not like my record. Um, I'm reading Percy Jackson right now, so for the first time. So I'm, I'm 54% of the way through uh, Percy Jackson. J- Jackson. Percy. I'm about that far through the second one. Jackson and the Lightning Thief is number one. So I'm on that one now. And I'm reading my customary, um, I try and read like a Hallmarky Christmas book every year. Last year I did one with Sci-Fi Twist. This year I did not. And it's showing. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get through that one. And I'm at 70... Two books on my Goodreads yearly challenge. My challenge was for 25. Well, well, well. And I'm shooting for 75 by the end of the year. And I'm going to make it because I got these two, but I also have, there's a new book coming out by Jody Taylor in the um, St. Mary series that's coming out. Is there? It's coming out on Christmas Day. It's, um, it's Mm -hmm. It's a short one, and it's called My Name is Mark M. So. Okay. I'll have to go and get that. It's one of her um, novellas. And then book eight is coming out uh, in 2017. Hmm. So that's kind of where her What's her name? Jody what? Jody Taylor. If you haven't read the St. Mary series, I've talked about it many times. It's it's awesome. Even Danielle has liked it. Yes. Yes. It's really, really good. Even Danielle has liked it. Because usually if I like something, Danielle's like, oh, you're cute. Oh, you have read a lot of books, I've Dude, most of the books I've read this year are because you wanted me to read them. That's true. You read three books that I wanted you to read. Well, you could have recommended more. You recommended. I did. I recommended. I I recommended that Stephen King book. You haven't read it yet. Well, that's because I read the. the, No, well, that's Stephen King. What's the the Stephen King? No, wait a minute. Different seasons. Was it the Shining? You wanted me to read? No, different seasons. Isn't that the one with the four short novellas? What happens to a dog in it? 
Oh my god, it's Stephen King. What happens, what happens to the dog? <laughs> Tell me what happens to the dog in this book. I gave her the, um, a dog's purpose and a dog's journey. About It's the movie out now. It's the feel-good oh, yeah. movie about the dog who lives multiple lifetimes. It, it has feel-good music. What's the, what happens to the dog in your book? Not good things. Yes, what happens? Because they torture it, don't they? Yeah. They waterboard well, it. The, the, dog, the dog and the dog's purpose almost King. gets torture. Torture. Yeah, but that's the thing. He gets rescued from it because it's a feel-good movie. It's about a Nazi. What do you expect the Nazi to do? You got you. You want me? To, okay. Speaking of Nazis, season two of Man in the High Castle is coming out on the sixteenth. Watch it. It's really good. I still need to see the first one. It's really good. I know. I really want to watch Except it. Except this awkward casting choice of a of a cast member from Torchwood. No, <laughs> it's got a guy from Torchwood in it. As an American, and it's just really a weird casting job. That was the only thing that threw me out of it. But if you haven't seen Torchwood, you probably won't know this. But and there was a Cylon in there, too. There was a Cylon who was cast. But it was really good. It's weird when you're rooting for a Nazi, which mm, is yeah. really telling. I'm but, sure. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. So th- that's what I'm into now. Um, follow me on Goodreads and you can find out what they think of the, uh, of the Hallmarky Christmas. Oh, weekend. I'm sure we're all just riveted. I'm, des- I'm desperate for it to finish. It's 185 pages. I've been reading it for six days. I'm just... <laughs> Even not reading, I could have finished it by then. Yeah. It's, well, I get like 10, ten minutes a day to read, but it's like... Pfft. Yeah, I like them much better when I can get them on audio and download them. And the Audible Percy Jackson's like, really good. The Audible Percy Jackson's really good. And I've never been strong mm-hmm. on like on the Greek gods, so I have to constantly. Well, here's the thing: I'm constantly um, looking up on X-ray on my Kindle, like who the Greek gods are, and it's telling me plot points from the book I'm not at yet. So it's like spoiling me. <laughs> That's not good. So it's spoiling. Um, me well, so Audible sent me. Let's see if I can. Uh, let's do with Audible. Audible sent me a a free book, mm-hmm. and that you know they're trying something new where they're putting background noises in the narration. Mm-hmm. Right. So they they sent me this free book, and they said we want you to listen to this, and then we're going to send you a survey, which as yet they have not. So they told and you is this called- is the book you're going to. Re- this is the book we'd like you to read, and they gave you the book. Yeah. All right. Nice. They gave it. They, mm. Yeah. And it's called Jane Carver of Where, and it's the soundtrack edition. It's by Nathan Long. And it's about this biker chick who is running away from the police and falls and is in a cave and touches something and ends up in another world. Okay. With two sons and purple people. It's really good. It was good enough that I actually went and found the sequel to it and read that one, too. Are there, like, foghorns going off in the background of it? No, but it's like, you know, if they're riding the horses, you hear the horses. Or if they're in the plains, you hear... I mean, it's not big yeah. stuff, but it's just it's just enough. It's just to enhance it when they do the sword fighting. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have guns in this country. It's all swords. So, world. It's not a country. It's a world. Um, you know, you hear the swords clashing on each other and stuff. It's kind of like listening to God's Fall, the podcast that they have all this, you know, sound stuff in the back or hmm. us with our, our, uh, Aurors podcast when we put in the sound effects of spells and things like that. <laughs> our wonderful right. sound effects. Oh, and Audible is having a 50% off sale until midnight, which really screws with me because I buy oh, the God, credits. Save your money. Yeah. Well, I know because it's you, to be a member, you gotta. Yeah, I know. 
So they're 50% off if you want to go and buy all the books, you know. Hmm. All the books, huh? You can go buy I all recommend the, books. the Audible version of 11-22-63. That was fantastic. That's really good. See Stephen King, who read that me. I know. Danielle and I had the most awkward car ride. Where were we going? We were going to Maine. We were going to Maine with Ella Which in the Which is appropriate because Stephen King yeah. lives in Maine. And there's, mm-hmm. um, now it's this 850 page book and Danielle's been reading it and I've already listened to it. I'm like, well, I have it on my, I have the Audible. Maybe you'd like to listen to the Audible in the car and we can kind of enjoy that together because I like to listen to things in the car. So we put it on the point that she's at and we listen and it's every sex scene. <laughs> of which there, there's really only like one. It's not really even that bad. But it's, it's like just, awkward. But it's just really funny. It's, it's actually funny. It's awkward Southern so sex. It's like what Southerners talk about during sex, narrated mm-hmm. by a 62 year old man. My favorite. Playing a 20 year old. My favorite line. Woman. And it's like, because I, you know, I have a friend at work that listened to it as well, and he loves the book. And he's just like, oh, George, is that it? Oh, is there more? <laughs> Oh my God. I just love, like, I love, like, the accent he uses for the woman. It is hysterical. And Danielle and I were just in the car, Ella sleeping in the background. I'm like, I have never felt more awkward. Well, it was so funny, because I'm listening, and I'm like... In my life. Is this happening? Is, is this what I think is happening? What's, what's going on here? It was just so funny. It's happening, too. It was it's so funny. real. But it's a really good book. Get the uh, Audible. You'll love it. It's actually... Uh, it's, it's, an an excellent excellent book. Book. Um, it's an excellent, excellent really, book. Really, really good. Um, yeah. And I, oh, and um, the other one we're recommending too um, is the Royal Institute of Magic by Victor Kloss, mm-hmm. um, K L O S S. It is similar to Harry Potter. There are some um, thematic similarities, especially in the first one, which is all I've read. So you can give you an idea if that kind of carries over into There's the others. Bits and pieces. Bits and, so it's kind of, was it inspired? Do we think certainly by Harry Potter? It might or? have been inspired. Okay, I thought he put out like a thing saying it wasn't inspired, which I didn't know. But it, I don't know. There's, a lot of people compared it to Harry Potter, and I think he was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, I didn't steal anything kind well, of it's thing. it's tough so because, like, know. if you're a new author and you want to write a story about magic and there's a school involved, people are going to automatically say you're, there's, well, you're just, you know. There's certain similarities between Percy Jackson and Harry Potter, you know, aside from the, the fact that there weren't that many goats in Harry Potter. But um, I am noticing that as well. But anyway, it's a, it's it's the Royal Institute of Magic series. It's a, it's a planned six-part series. Uh, if you like Harry Potter, you'll find things that you like in this uh, Victor Kloss um, completed the fifth book. It's out. It's available. Um, working on number six, and uh, he was uh, ill with cancer. Uh, he had a young, he has a young family. He hasn't he hadn't at the time told his you know young daughter that he was very very ill, and he made plans through his uh, brother. Gave uh, handed over all the notes. Made plans to finish book six uh, so that the series would have completion. He has uh, passed away. And in his last message to fans, he asked uh, that they support this series so that the money will go to his uh, widow and daughter. So, um, and there was a, I think it was actually a sale on it um, for a few days. I don't know if it's still is on sale or if it's at full price, but it's a, it's a five part series now. Six part six is coming, uh, you know, planned by the, by the author. And I enjoyed part one very much. I mean, mm-hmm. basically, the only thing I can say is someone asked me, because it, it, it's about, you know, wizards and, and, and similar things. It, picture if Hogsmeade had a Starbucks, and that's kind of what <laughs> you get. That and, and and if the train was actually pulled by dragons. Yeah, if there were dragons 
pulling the, the, the train that, that as well. And there's no goats as far as I could find. But I enjoyed it very much. So if you're looking for something in that you know, genre to read and you, and you want to help support um, you know, the author's family, I think that's a, it's, it's a really good series. Um, go mm-hmm. pick it up. So it's the, it's the Royal Institute of Magic series by Victor Kloss. K-L-O. Yeah, and I've I've read everything that's out, and it's really good. I know that the first one five stars a little from bit Zoom. of time to get into, but I'm sorry, I couldn't hear what you said. Ryan was. Did you say something, Ryan? No, I said um, Sue gives it five stars. Oh, <laughs> I give everything five stars. Sue gives everything five stars. So did Sue you find... gives everything five stars. Likes everything on Facebook. Did you say book one was the weakest, <laughs> or book one was the hardest to get into? Or... It took me a little bit of time to get into it, and then. I got into it and I started to really enjoy the characters. And at that point I just flew through them. Yeah. Like I read a series last year by a mother named Nick Webb. And the first book was like the complete, a complete ripoff of Battlestar Galactica. And I, the, the writing style was good. So I, I finished it and I ended up getting book two and book two was completely different. It went in a completely different direction, but for this book one, it's really similar in a lot of places to the Harry Potter um, setup. But I, I, tr- I trust. But it has yeah. enough difference yeah. that it does. It's not like reading Harry Potter all over again. It's there's, there's enough difference and there's enough surprises that it, it. Once you get hooked into it, you're you're good. Yeah, like I'm reading Percy Jackson now, and they just go off on a mission, and, and there's two guys and a girl, and he's like, "Oh, we're, it's a trio of us going," and it's like, "Oh my god, come on!" It's like so. <laughs> it's not that bad. So this is actually worse. Percy Jackson's worse at the thing than, than Royal Institute. So if you'd like to um, help the guy out and his family out, I think it'd be really cool if you picked up the books I did. Yeah. Definitely give it a shot. It was so neat to be able to do this with you guys. I know. I, I've missed you. And know what's really great when I get when I get digitally touched by Bob in the middle of the day? Because the way they designed it, it doesn't just show me. I, I get to watch him write it, the whole thing out. And it's like A R. E. W E. Really big letters. P O D hyphen. Next line. You don't put all that on one. Yeah, he did the whole thing. So I know it's coming. And that's X O X O X. Well, the reason the letters are so big is because of all the cracks in my screen. So it's easy. Like if I try to do cursive, I'd probably like slice my finger up. So it's like, eh. We'll just do, we'll do light, we'll do yeah. lines. Yeah. Oh, Ryan's showing um, me now. I saved Nice. It. With my wonderful handwriting Aww. from episode one of Point of View Weekly. <laughs> Daniel's <laughs> watching and then reading. Oh, oh no, okay. <laughs> Clearly I'm a terrorist the way, the way I write, apparently. Are we food casting? Food casting. casting. Oh, then I can't figure out what the badger thing was. I was just like, uh, the badger looks like a kitty cat. But I was like, <laughs> it's a badger, because it's yellow and black. Hufflepuff, Ryan, come on. Get with it. Oh, well, yeah. since, we've, since we've last all talked, like, our poor little Chuck lost a third of his tail. Oh, my God. That oh, poor little guy. I think that may have happened during the... No, we that had, happened during the um, Lady Chi episode. We had oh. a run of bad, bad luck. Can cats. I tell you, uh, this is this is funny. We'll all laugh about it someday. So we did the the political podcast with um, with Lady Chi, Danielle, and everyone, mm-hmm. and we had the worst week of our lives. Um, our, our, Danielle's grandmother came over, slammed the cat's tail in the door. We had to do like expensive surgery, take days off from work. The cat had a lampshade on his head. It was awful, awful stuff. So we're, we're depressed. And we're 
of like, we're going to just relax and watch Hillary get elected. That'll make us feel better. <laughs> Not so much. So then, we, so then we do the podcast with Lady Chi and everyone about the podcast. Now, nerves are frayed. Everyone's in a bad mood. So I was like, po- I remember specifically stepping out from this podcast. Bob because somehow I'm yeah, getting Bob's dragged into it. it. So I get up from the table where we're mm-hmm. podcasting, Danielle and I, to get like a drink of water. I was getting a soda from the other room. I walk in the other room and you hear Danielle. There's a voice Danielle does when I fucked something up. <laughs> or when I've been so frustrated with her, I call her Ma. Mm-hmm. Oh, like dear. it's it's the special voice that Danielle has. And I was literally Danielle, um Sue's been at my house. We were at the kitchen table. I walked into the room where the litter boxes are. You know, at the end of the hallway? Mm-hmm. Like it's twenty feet. I'm halfway there. I can I can see my, my ginger ale I'm going to grab. And you hear Danielle. That's not what I said, Lady Chi. I did not say that. I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to Lady Chi. I'm like, run back. <laughs> it was a fight. I was so frustrated. That's okay. I could tell. It's all right. Because you didn't say anything the rest of the podcast. You did not. Not one word. Well, I'm sorry. No offense. But between Ryan and Lady Chi, you cannot get a word in edgewise. Yes. Because the two That's of them very were true. just like, blah, 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 blah. I think Sue said five things, and Scott said two things, and I said one thing. Scott's, like, printing Poor Scott. I'm just like, Scott, can you come Scott's live with Scott's like, you? I live in Canada. I don't care. Can we come live with you, Scott? Ryan is just the shit. Um, yeah. Well, Ryan, we didn't have well, the twice best, a week. The best part was, sorry, is that, like, a week or two later, I saw an article that was proving the exact point I was making, and I was so tempted to post it on Lady Cheese wall and be like, ha! <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> I took the highway. Just as a reminder, everyone, the Potter Fifty community is a loving, accepting community oh, that we, we you know, we just love everyone here at Potter Fifty Weekly. We and point of view weekly. I'm kidding. We yeah. all left it without bloodshed. It was okay. I rolled her eyes. I silence. Your eyes rolling. I don't know about my damn ginger ale. I had to run back in. So, uh, we, we didn't have quite the, the fiasco that you did, but it was time for the kittens to go in and oh. and have little operations. Yeah. And really wanted them to go in at the same time because they wrestle so much and we didn't want yeah, one to right. be purging it. Right. So we had this fiasco where Jack got out. He's not allowed to drink anything, but it's raining. So I don't know if he's drank in any of the rain puddles and I can't find him. And it turns out I locked him into the, in the room underneath my apartment. So okay. mom finally found him and all this stuff. And we get a call from the vet that says they both came out of surgery just fine, but Jack's one testicle didn't drop. <laughs> so basically we had to do extensive surgery and we had to open him up and searching. Oh, poor buddy. Oh, my crotch hurts just thinking about it. So, like, they couldn't wait for it to drop and go back in later. They wanted to just get it out. So, they actually gave us the instructions for a spay to go with him because that was the type of surgery he had. And his surgery was literally $40 $50 more than hers and it should have been much cheaper than hers. But because he had to go exploring, it just went up and yeah. went up. when you when you posted in our thread about when I kept I reading, I kept reading your comments. Like, posted it. Wait, Jack's wait. ball is Because we've had discussions. We like to do our shoot the shit. Let's just do this live. Whatever we want to talk about, we talk about. And sometimes the podcast still has you know 
an hour and 18 minutes left and we're done. So, like, we'd like to come up with ideas beforehand and discuss them so we know what we're going to talk about. I'm like, what are we talking about tonight? And Sue literally responds back, Jack's ball didn't drop. I don't know who Jack is. Well, no, no, I know that, like, Jack is her cat. And well, I, I was did, like... I thought she meant the guy from no This idea. Is Us. No, I had no idea what she was talking about. I'm like, Jack's ball's not dropping. I'm like, does he have a toy? Yeah. Is it on the Christmas tree? Is it not falling off? Can she, I had no idea you were actually talking about can his, like, Can she not balls. podcast because of the ball? Like, like I, I did There was no <laughs> background. Just, what are we talking about? Jack's ball. Well, it, this is because I have listened to your podcast so many times that when it ties into old podcasts, I just assume everybody knows. And because we had that discussion with Keza and Mike about balls dropping, I just assumed that, that was seven knows years what I was ago. Talking about. That was seven <laughs> years ago, Sue. Seven years. I understand that. No, who used to do that to me? It's still real Death to me. Death used to do that to me all the time. He would listen to a podcast from like a year ago, and I would make this point that drove him crazy, and he would call me screaming at me. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" I don't even remember the conversation. Oh my god, that's funny. That is funny. So, but anyhow, they're both doing well. Uh, Maggie has decided that the dish mat that we dry our dishes on is now her new home, and she spent the entire day sitting next to the sink, looking out the window at the birds, or sleeping right there on the mat. Hmm. So we can't do any dishes because we have nowhere to put them. We just had the worst time because it's like Chuck got his tail slammed in the door, so like we had to... Did I tell the story about what happened with the cone in the podcast? I think I did. Yes, yeah. Yeah, we did. Well, I don't know if you did on the podcast or on, on the podcast. Yeah, it was. He got the lampshade cone, a shame, put it in his head, and I had to bring him back to the vet seven times the next day. Mm, yes, absolute, you did tell that one. The absolute biggest cone, you biggest cone in the cat. world. Like you have not. Like there, it looks like. Remember those satellite dishes from like the eighties that you had in your backyard? Mm-hmm. Like it's like that size. So we had him back and forth, and then Herbie stopped eating, so we're bringing Herbie back and forth, and Herbie needs an ultrasound, and then we brought Chuck back, and his tail wasn't ready, and we had to swap the cats. So we had two cats almost in quarantine at one point, and now, like, we have to give Herbie shots at home, and he doesn't like them, so Danielle had to, wasn't feeling well, and had to bring Herbie to the vet today to learn how to shoot them with the thing, and it's like, it's, it's the cats are literally 50 times more expensive than Ella, mm-hmm. is what we found. And Delmar Girls wasn't very good. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. And Donald Trump is president. Donald Trump is well. The electoral college hasn't met yet, so maybe something will happen. They need to literally find a tape of him of him talking with Vladimir Putin, saying, "You know, I'll give you anything you want. Just get me in. Like something's going to happen by the nineteenth. It won't." Twenty sixteen sucks, man. I know it. But my mother is probably relatively nice to me, but that's just me. And you know what? There's like 17 days left in the year. Yeah. What, we'll what else could possibly happen? Don't even Don't say it. Dude, dude, really? I'm going to go around turn really? a few times and spit and curse. Oh. Well, let me go ahead and change the topic. Uh, let, me, let me talk about some of the stuff that I've been playing, because I think I missed my opportunity when I went to go use the restroom. Sad to I wonder where uh, I did. I had to go really badly. I was expecting us not to. I wasn't expecting us to go past an hour and a half like we usually do. No, my mother's no. like, "What we are you for dinner?" I'm like, "Oh, six thirty. Yeah, no, we should we should probably end in the next eight. Uh, no, but um, guys, I got my hands on the the next of the Jackbox party packs. Oh, so one one of the one of these weeks when we're all free, we should definitely sit down and party and you know play some games on well, uh, on, nice. on the Poofle Plays chat channel. Not sure when be something. I don't know an excuse to kind of sit down, 
hang out and stuff. Nice. So that's been kind of fun. I, I played that with some friends on Thanksgiving. The, fun, the, the sad thing is, is there's a fun, the, the one I find the most fun in the new pack, you kind of have to be, uh, you have to be, uh, in the same room as people mm-hmm. because it's called like the faker or something like that. And like, let's say, so each of you, like, let's say, uh, there's a task that everybody has to do. And the task is raise your hand if you have ever farted. <laughs> and so, uh, but the problem is, is there's one person who's the faker. And basically what they get on their phone is says, you are the faker. Try to blend in. So oh. you as the faker have to make the decision, like, do you raise your hand with everybody? Because what will happen is, is he, the faker won't know what the, the task is. So they'll be like, one, two, three, go. And then like everyone raises their hand. And if the faker's smart, they'll raise their hand. Because if they don't raise their hand, then apparently they're lying because clearly you've farted before. Yeah. But uh, needless to say, it was pretty fun. Uh, one that gave me away was raise your hand for uh, if you have a secret tattoo. And all of my friends who I was playing with know that I would never have a tattoo in a million years. So I, but I confidently raised my hand like, yes, that is me. <laughs> but anyway, but that's a fun game. Nice. Um, I kind of want to take this opportunity to plug myself a little bit. Um, okay. I've been, a lot of you guys, some of you guys know that I've been busy doing things on Twitch, playing video games. Uh, earlier this week, I have now hit over 500 followers on my Twitch account. Uh, so yeah, I've been busy plugging like that, playing video games, and I've been, that's, that's what I've been doing. I've been playing video <laughs> games, lots and lots of video games. Nice. What's reading? What's watching movies? Makes me sad, but uh, at the same time, uh, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun coming up on a half a year loving it. It's kind of sad because it makes me feel like Ryan. I feel like I have to talk by myself for three hours straight. It's like, how to, this would be like, is if Ryan was doing an episode of point of view weekly by, I'm sorry, perfect weekly by himself. But at least I have a you know a chat to keep. To, that was to the original with. idea. How long do you think that would have lasted for? <laughs> Knowing you, probably just years. as long. Yeah, a couple of years. Yeah. The um, sorry. Well, as I gotta say, um, earlier tonight, uh, Daniel's mom was over for dinner, and um, we were listening to Pandora on our Amazon Echo, and um, mm-hmm. it was um, with Grandma got run over yeah. by a reindeer, and we were um, remembering Ryan Scott's rendition of Ryan got run over by a reindeer, so I found it on my iPod, so we were blasting it. So I feel as though we should close out tonight's episode with Ryan got run over by a reindeer to both celebrate the holiday and the fact that eight years ago when Scott recorded that song, he was already joking about my monologuing. Yeah, he was. <laughs> You've been always monologuing, Ryan. Always. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, then I guess I'm kind of I'm getting kind of the sense from my co-host that it is probably time to wrap up this week's episode of Point of View Weekly. Unless if I'm wrong, is there anything else we want to talk about? I I really need to get to dinner. Yeah, I gotta go to bed. Sorry. Probably good idea. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Sorry we didn't have a live stream for this episode. Hopefully, in the future, we will. Uh, um, but in the meantime, from all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I've been Bob. I've been Ryan. I'm Danielle. And I am Sue. <laughs> She's like, who the hell am I? Who the hell am I? But until then, catch you guys next time on Point of View Weekly. See you guys later. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. 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 Coming home to Papua Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But all us Hufflepuffs, well, we believe 
He was listening to the podcast, which can be a risky thing. Well, he laughed so hard the car swerved, and I guess he found St. Nick was oncoming. When they found him the next morning, in a snowdrift on the way, he was wrapped in Christmas paper. And kept babbling on about a giant sleigh. Ryan got run over by a reindeer. Coming home to Papua Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. But all us Hufflepuffs, well, we believe. So it's hospital for Ryan. Broken arm, a lump or two. They can't say that concussion Made the Bruce pattern like sleigh runners straight through We're all sending thoughts and wishes And he's got advice from Jen If he makes it on the podcast This time he might be the one on Vicodin Ryan got run over by a reindeer Coming home to Papua Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But all us Hufflepuffs, well, we believe Well, I have to say it's strange now Though he's been away before He left she as the headmistress And she censored things that no one ever swore Yes, we're all so lost without him Like we're walking in a fog Why, without Ryan there to do it Someone else will have to learn to monologue Ryan got run over by a reindeer Coming home to Papua Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa